Hello, beautiful souls and limitless beings. Welcome to the Shamanic Soul Sisters with your host, Maria Jingris and Samantha Shea, where the discussions are multidimensional, courageously imperfect, and dynamically empowered with wisdom, compassion, humor, healing, and love. Now, here are Maria and Samantha. Hey, 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 beautiful beings of light. Maria here from Branches of Vibrational Healing. This is episode 16 of Shamanic Soul Sisters. Hello, everybody. It is Samantha. And today we are going to be discussing the throat chakra. It is something literally everybody has an issue with, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. The throat chakra is our fifth chakra. It is in the neck area, and it is the color of blue, sapphire, turquoise. Um, And just to give a little wisdom before we get into the juiciness of this chakra, if you have any imbalances in your throat chakra, which we literally all have, (laughs) trust me. Um. Because this this chakra is all about our self-expression, how we talk to ourselves, also how we talk to others, and how we basically digest what others say to us. Are we making what they say our truth? Are we suppressing our needs based on what they say? Or are we like, no, I'm gonna still listen to what I what I feel. Um So the organs and the areas of which the throat chakra affects is our thyroid, our parathyroid, jaw, neck, mouth, larynx, throat, teeth, gums, and tongue. But it also affects the upper um, aspect of your back and shoulders, similar to the heart. Like they kind of merge as one. And whenever we bypass the heart chakra, our throat chakra becomes imbalanced. And Maria is going to share about kind of the imbalances and balances of the throat chakra. Yes. Thank you, Sam. Um, So like I did in the previous episodes, I'm just going to share a couple bullet points of what a balanced throat chakra looks and feels like. Um, Number one means you are comfortable expressing your feelings. So really being authentic about what you think and what you feel means you have a balanced throat chakra. Um, You say, do, and think what makes you feel authentic. So kind of goes with number one. Number three, you can express yourself in many ways. Um, I can relate this to my own experience. Singing is a really good way for me to open my throat chakra. Um, Because I know I've said it in a plethora of other episodes that I have had a very blocked throat chakra majority of my life. And I started taking voice lessons actually in high school. It's funny, I was thinking about it today. Um, When I was really, at the time, going through a very hard time, when my parents were splitting up and I didn't make the connection that that's when I started taking voice lessons till literally today when I was like belting out some of my favorite tunes out on the patio. And I was like, oh my God. That was like my higher self telling me you need to find a healthy release for your voice. And since you don't use it, find another avenue to use it, right? So I did start taking voice lessons, but it was funny because I wouldn't sing for anybody. Um, And I think it was like about six or seven months into it. um, My mom was like, if I'm paying for these voice lessons, I'm coming and listening to you. I'm like, okay, mom. 
So she came. <laughs> she came and I made her like sit in the corner. It was I, I actually took them from a woman who I had previously taken piano lessons from. Um, so I went, uh, she had like a, a studio in her basement at her house. So we go to her house. I like make my mom sit in the corner, put her back to me. She loves telling the story. I'm like, you can't look at me. She's like, I can't look at you. I'm like, no, you cannot look at me. I will sing, but you cannot look at me. She's like, okay. The woman who birthed you. No, she didn't birth you, but the one who raised you. Yeah. You're like, Don't I'm like, look no, at me. exactly. The one, and this is a perfect example of the one person who my entire life I did actually feel supported by and very comfortable expressing myself to. I couldn't even sing for her. Like I was, I was uncomfortable. So I remember singing. It was actually the prayer. Um, and my mom's crying, right? But her back's to me, so I can't see, thankfully. But she always tells the story because she was like, she was in awe because she had never really heard me sing. So she couldn't believe what was coming out of my my you know, my vocal cords. Um, and since then I have now allowed myself to open up my voice more, um, for people, but it's still a little bit uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. I do like doing karaoke? Um, cause most of the people there are drunk anyway, so it's good. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Find other ways to express your voice. And if singing is one of them, sing in the shower, sing in the car, sing sing wherever. Because it has been very healing for me. Um, okay, back to a balanced throat chakra. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> four. <laughs> you feel motivated by your life purpose. Um, number five, you express your ideas without fear. And number six, you know who you are and you're not afraid to show it. So I feel like, you know, after reading those couple bullet points, it's funny because, as you know, Sam and I have discussed the previous four chakras up to this point, and it's almost like everything that lives in those bottom chakras, like, comes out in this in this seat of expression, in, in mm -hmm. this throat chakra, because it's like, okay, so you have to have self-worth. Well, where is that? That's our sacral and solar plexus, right, to be able to authentically express. And like Sam was saying... You cannot bypass your heart and expect to speak from an authentic, compassionate, loving place because the heart, as Sam mentioned to me before we started recording, is a filter. It is our filter, right? That's that, that portal of unconditional love like we talked about in the previous two episodes. So it's like you have to work on balancing those lower chakras for you to really, truly, authentically speak with integrity and compassion. And I can only relate that to my own experience because going from someone who was very suppressed in this region, you can very quickly go to the opposite extreme. Um, and I learned in my, in the last couple of years while I'm trying to balance my throat chakra that sometimes I could almost go to the other end of the spectrum where I didn't where I allowed myself to stay silent for so long that then it came out in like a bark or a bite, right? So it was still mm -hmm. coming from wounding because I was bypassing my heart. I wasn't allowing those energies, those traumas, those thoughts, emotions to first sit in my heart space before I could actually conjure up a way of expressing it where it was actually coming from authenticity, love, compassion, and not from that wounded aspect of us. So yeah. I know Sam and I have both worked on balancing our, our throat chakras in different ways, but yet we're still learning a lot of the same sort of um, lessons in balancing it. Definitely. And that's why I feel like 
if so the uh, the archetypes are silent child and communicator and a lot of us whether we're conscious to it or not do have a lot of aspects of being a silent child so we either do come out with this bark or the silence when it comes to speaking about ourselves when we're trying to be heard and when it comes to balancing your throat chakra before we get into all of the imbalances and throw everyone on a whirlwind like that's me <laughs> um <laughs> oh shit but, i do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't worry we all do <laughs> yeah every day um yeah, like, yeah. is that my truth so <laughs> Um, this great, great little, I, I put all these slides together for like my coaching clients, but there's three questions when it comes to finding a balance between your throat chakra to ask yourself. The first one is, is what I am about to say true? So is it true to self? Like, do I truly feel that way? Or if I'm about to say something about someone else, is that, is that facts, right? Is that a true statement? Have they actually expressed that? Or am I mind reading and, and assuming things or is it hearsay through the grapevine right so check in that's the first question is what i'm about to say to someone else or to myself true second if it's true then you're gonna ask is what i'm about to say necessary so when you're talking to other people maybe sometimes you only need to express what you feel is true and you don't have to explain why you're saying something Um, Because you never have to explain yourself, but we do feel like we need to, right? Because we've had years of not being heard. But it's also, we're not being heard by self. Like that is the greatest person we need to be heard from because then we can authentically share with other people, just like Maria and I are sharing with you. Like I've gotten down and dirty with some of my stories and I appreciate all of those that have reached out and been like, oh my God, I relate to you. Thanks for being vulnerable blah, 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 because I have learned to listen to myself and to know like, yes, this is necessary to share. This is necessary because this, this is who I am. This is true. Um, and also, is it necessary in the sense, is this going to trigger and come from my ego to affect somebody else when it, I don't really need to go there. Right. So the necessary is, a, is something to reflect on what that means for you. And the third question. So if it's true and if it's necessary, The third question is, is what am I about to say kind? And that is where the heart comes from. Because if what you're about to say is not kind, as in it doesn't speak good to you or to someone else, that means that you're in your ego judging. You're in, or maybe like a projection, you're in a very wounded space. So it's like, okay, I can stop talking now. Because if I continue, it's not very kind. Right. So if something you're saying is not kind, you know, it's going to hurt somebody. It's to check in with that first to find another way to maybe say it another time to say it or to go in. And why do you feel like it's not kind? That is completely different than how someone is going to receive what you say. Right. That's why, like, when you can filter all of the lower three shockers of fear, beliefs, everything into the energy of compassion, you know that whatever you're saying, it, it, it's coming from kindness because you know that you're not intentionally hurting anybody else, but we cannot control how the external picks up what we say, right? So we have to be kind with ourselves and confident 
that it is our truth when we share it. So it would be like, Maria, I feel like yesterday what you said to me hurt me. And then you just say that. And then she'll be like, oh, my God, that wasn't my intention. This is what I meant. Especially text messages like, Mm -hmm. Jesus, talk about closing the throat chakra more. Like, misconstrued messages, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know how many people I've texted who then later, they're not really in my life anymore, but later they're like, I can't believe you said that to me. Fucking hurt me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All I did was write, okay. Like, they, because they made up this belief in their head that I was hurting them because they, they couldn't see whatever I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. Or feel whatever. So in order to bring balance into the throat chakra, to really ask yourself those questions. Is what I'm about to say true? Is it necessary? And is it kind? It begins with self though. <laughs> it begins with self. Yep. Because that's when you can get real and raw with what you're feeling to be able to express it. Boom. Um, and the side effects of speaking your truth is that mm, self-empowerment, like, yes, oh, I feel good. <laughs> it's the self-worth, the trust. It's healing. It's inspiring. It's like, it's just freeing. It's liberating. Um, and it's, it's, it's really healthy. It's very freaking healthy. But we just don't know how to do it. Um, but also the really cool thing about when you are able to speak your truth and begin to balance your throat, you're able to like reflect back on your life and be like, wow. And you release judgment because you're realizing you were living life to where you knew how to verse. And then you were able to kind of have those internal reflections with self to bring in this new layer of you that's standing in your truth, speaking your truth, sharing with the world like Maria and I are now, um, hoping someone receives something that can help them begin to heal versus us all acting like nothing fucking wrong is happening. Like when we all know things are happening in the world, but we're afraid to speak about it because when we hear other people speaking about it, especially in social media, there's a huge judgment behind a lot of what people say. There's a blame and shame put on a lot of it rather than that filter of kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's why Maria and I really wanted to do our business and our podcast because we live in a society where we are silenced, but we think that we have freedom, but we're not. We don't. (laughs) We don't. (laughs) Exactly. People, you know, the censorship has never become more blatant than since, you know, COVID. It's it's insane, right? There's always been censorship that I think on some level we've been aware of, but again, we ignore a lot. It's like, oh, it doesn't affect me, so I'm not censored, right? But it's like we've all been censored our whole lives. That's why that that archetype is the silent child. Most of us have been silenced since we were children. Like we talked about in previous podcasts, like if you're throwing a tantrum or you're expressing yourself, you're immediately like told to shut up or you're given something to shut you up, right? So it's like Mm -hmm. we've all been being shut up for our entire lives. So then we become adults and it's like, we don't know how to authentically express from again, that place of compassion and kindness. We have no idea how to like, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with us. It's just literally how we've been conditioned since, since childhood. But you said you touched on so many, um, prevalent points and 
What I kept hearing when you were, when you brought those three things, like the three questions, the whole, the necessary and kind, I kept hearing intention because Sam mm -hmm. and I are all about intention, right? And um, I know Sam has mentioned before and, and I agree, like words can, words can hurt, right? Like I, I, I agree with her. I don't like that phrase of like sticks and stones may break my, like words do hurt. Words can absolutely hurt. Um, but to me, it's the tone, which we've discussed because the tone to me is really the, um, gauge of what's the intention behind the words, right? Because the English language, all of the languages, every language has been quote unquote manipulated in some way, shape or form. So if you look up a word, this is what they tell you it means. And then we as humans take, take our, put our own spin on it. So it's being able to read to me the energy behind the words. I could sit and listen to, say I listen to two podcasts, right? And the two could literally be delivering the same information, like the same information, the same facts. One person could be delivering it with kindness and compassion. Somebody else could be delivering it from a state of fear. I'm going to receive those messages very differently because mm -hmm. just because the words and the information are maybe the same thing, the energy behind it, the intentional force driving the message, the delivery of the message is very different. And that's where I think discernment really comes into play as well. Discernment with self, because when you were talking too, it's like once you really get connected with that heart space and know who you are and that you are speaking from that compassion and kindness, you don't question it anymore. In the beginning, as you're learning to balance your throat chakra, you're questioning it all the time. I still, I still question it, right? I question it less than I did a month ago because I'm learning to, to use my voice more. And how do I feel when I express like, and I'm always asking myself, I guess I'm always asking myself those same three questions without realizing that's what I'm asking myself is like, a, is this true? Like, is, is this my truth? Have I, do I have quote unquote information or facts to back the, the validity behind what I'm delivering, right? Is it true? And is it necessary? Did anybody ask for my opinion in this conversation? Is anybody oh. actually asking for my advice? Because I can tell you, a lot of us want to use our throat chakra when it's not invited. And that's usually <laughs> when it's not received well. <laughs> Yes, I am so, so glad you said that. Oh, my God. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. the throat chakra is also like knowing when to talk, right? Correct. We all have opinions. We all have things we want to share, especially when we feel safe like to share. But it's also like, hold on. Is this person literally just expressing what they're feeling and going through and they're not asking for my opinion or to fix anything? Right. Oh, that's literally what's happening. So, like, just be quiet, Sam, and just listen. And if they ask you for your advice, give it, right? Right. Or be like, wow, I, I feel you. Like that, that's, that must be tough, right? And it, it does not about you sometimes. It's not about you. Mm -hmm. But if you can relate because it's your truth, that opens up so much more safety for the other person to continue to express. Correct. I love that you said that. Correct. Because yes. then you can have a dialogue. Then yeah. you can have a dialogue with that person, right? But it's being able to read, you have to read the energy of the situation. Like every situation is different, but it's funny because I had a similar experience with my other best friend like the other day, like the, she and I talk like Sam and I talk. And sometimes it's like you immediately, cause you're friends, it's like, oh, you wanna like, 
well, that's like related to my, and then, you know, you pull both of us have, have a very high awareness of like when we're doing it, we're like, we're sorry. This isn't actually about me, is it? Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can laugh about it and then communicate even deeper. Right. But it's really being able to, again, discern, am I, am I being asked for my opinion? Am I being asked to give advice? Okay. So then maybe this isn't the time or place or space to do that. Right. It's, it's again, it's, that's the balance of the throat chakra because you can also sit there dead silent all the time and never say anything because you don't feel that you're worthy enough to share your opinion. Right. And that is what I'm breaking out of. Like I'm breaking out of that silent child that either had too much to say. I was too emotional. I was too sensitive. Right. That, that was, that was the theme when I was a child. So I, I learned to quiet it because it was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person that nobody can be around and nobody can handle. Okay. So I'll just be, I'll be quiet. Right. But then you can really fall into this. You almost don't think for yourself anymore. At least this is what happened to me and think for myself anymore. Really didn't speak for myself anymore because what's the point? Like other people know better than I do. And I know for me too, and maybe some people will relate. I've always gravitated to like, older people, like with the exception of Sam, who is right around my age, pretty much everybody else I have gravitated to my whole life, friendship wise, relation, like they were always older. I liked hanging out with older people. But I also realized that I had an immense amount of insecurity in doing so because I perceived myself as not knowing what they knew because they had more life experience. So in turn, I made myself small in those situations and didn't speak because it's like, I don't have wisdom to share with all of these adults. Like, who am I to share, right? And so that's the silent child that I'm breaking out of. That is how this podcast is helping me to really break out of it. Because again, my intention in this podcast, it's to plant seeds. It's not to make anybody believe what I believe or walk the path that I've walked but I'm finally recognizing that I'm worthy enough to share my voice, that I have medicine in my story because people have told me that and I can feel it. So why am I, why am I going to silence it anymore? I, I don't, I shouldn't have to. Right. And again, this podcast found us. So that's, that's kind of like a direct line from the universe saying like, it's time for you to share your voice because you do have wisdom. You do you are worthy. You have you have important shit to share with people, right? And the right people are going to hear you. Doesn't matter what anybody else hears or how it's received. Correct. And I love that you just said the right people will hear you because we are all the right people. It just Correct. depends at the time of what we're going through, what we hear, what filters, right? And I don't know how many times I've had conversations with people where, and I, I'm guilty of it too, like, trust me, where... Um, I'll, they'll hear something and then they'll it they'll not hear what was actually said. Like mm. they've twisted the words to whatever is intern whatever internal dialogue they're having, right? Mm. Like they fine tune their frequency because the throat chakra is actually your hearing too. Yes, um, I'm glad not you just said that. Speak, it's your hearing. I'm glad you said that. And it's the element of ether. It's the element of the akash. Super interesting. <laughs> Because the Akash, we'll just go there. The Akash is literally like, there's this, a label of what the Akash is. The Akash is literally just energy itself. It's the soul book, whatever you want to call it. But it is literally everything we are. 
because we are creator beings. So it is everything we create, it is every potential, every conversation we've had, every thought we've had in our head, it's in the Akash. Every person we've met, every incarnation, every timeline, it's in this Akash. It's just this giant computer that we can't see that's literally just energy, right? And that is the throat chakra, which I think is so fascinating because, what do you want to say? You're smiling. It is so fascinating. <laughs> Right? <laughs> because you and I are the Akash Queens, right? Mm-hmm. And what has my story been since you met me? My throat chakra being blocked. So I find this hysterically <laughs> ironic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? We don't know until we know. So legit. Um I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, so when thank you. So when people are talking and you like you only hear parts of it, it's like if, if so, for instance, I've had conversations with people and they're like, yeah, when you said this, I'm like, Maria, did I say that? And she's like, no. And I'll listen back. I'm like, I never said that. They filtered it through their hearing, their lens, whatever, to fit their story, but were pissed at me. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Because we can only hear to a point of what we need to hear from our soul to get what we need. That is why active listening, the majority of us don't even know how to actively listen because actively listen doesn't mean you say anything. You just really listen and take in and reflect on what's being said. You hear, you see the other person. But most importantly, actively listening to your dialogue in your head, like, whoa, that's your throat chakra too. Because if you just sit there and you're listening, like all these thoughts that you're having, see what if they're coming through the heart filter, are they loving to self? Are they not to self, right? Because if they're loving to self or not, that's creating your reality because we are creator beings. So even though the sacral chakra is the seat of creation, because we do bring life out of the sacral chakra, literally, the throat chakra is expression. It's communication. It is when people sing instruments, when we draw when Maria told me the other day, she was, um, cause I just finished my joy code workshop. I said to her, what does spirit really want? One thing. She was like, keep it simple and whimsical. I was like, all right. And she's like, turn the mundane into fun. And I didn't know what mundane meant, but she gave this beautiful example. She's like, I'm cooking. I'm finding creative ways to cook. That is expression. That that's a form of expression. Because she's listening to what her body needs and she's eating, digesting something to fuel her body to, to feel better. That is, that's expression. It's not just, oh, being a public speaker, being an artist, being um, a singer, right? Creativity is any which way you express yourself. So it could be through movement, yoga, going for a walk, um, having a podcast. It It's, Even when you sleep, you're creating because your thoughts. So we are creator beings. We are experiencing a human experience, not the other way around. We are spirits in a human body. So we are creators. And so when we can check in with and listen to what we're saying to ourselves and then look around in our reality, it's like what I'm saying to myself, I'm literally creating as, as I'm saying it. So if I have more compassion for self, I can create a more compassionate life for myself Mm -hmm. versus not. 
um, in the imbalanced throat chakra, it's, it's when you have a lot of dishonesty with self and with others. It's introversion, insecurity, shyness. It's not allowing yourself to speak up no matter how much you want to speak up. And it's letting other people make decisions for you. It's letting other people decide your happiness, oppression, fear, control, rage, anger, shame are all little aspects that prevent us from using our throat chakra in a very healthy way. Because even if we have a lot of anger within us, that can be expressed, and we've mentioned this before, with a very manipulative, controlling way or through rhythm and dance and movement and drawing and cooking. Like I can aggressively cook because like I need to get the energy out, yep. right? Like when you have anger in your body, your body is saying time to get it out. So however, which way is therapeutic for you to get it out will help balance your throat chakra, believe it or not, rather than screaming at somebody or projecting yep. to somebody what you're feeling. Um, another aspect of imbalanced throat chakra is the lashing out on people, but also irrational decisions, um, physical abuse, a lot of addictions, because if you think about drinking, smoking, you're using your mouth, anything where you're trying to block your voice, um, or block out what you heard or assume what other people hear. So you drink or you take drugs or whatever to numb it all out. It's all affecting your throat chakra. Um, and the biggest thing is, especially when you're feeling hurt, you feel um, grief and you don't express that. You're basically telling all of little yous and your chakra, like, keep staying silent. Mm -hmm. What you're feeling is not worth being heard. Stay silent because no one cares about you. And that is such the opposite of the truth. Um, and I know that's what Maria and I have really learned to like work on is to know that we are worthy of expressing our feelings we are worthy of um, listening to what we need, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. We are worthy of it. So, amen. It's fascinating. It is, yeah. and I'll. Um, <laughs> since you touched upon the imbalances, I can explain just briefly a couple things I've experienced physically in my physical body with an imbalanced throat chakra, which may help people. I used to get strep throat all the time, all the time. Like every year I would get probably like two bouts of it. I, I didn't really make this relation, like this correlation till a few years ago when I started learning about the chakras. It was like, oh my God, no wonder why strep throat was like a, a recurring theme for me. The other thing, cervical stenosis, your neck, right? Mm, yes. Your neck is very much related to your throat. So if you have neck issues, check in with that. If you have throat issues, check in with that. There's probably some aspect of you not being truthful and honest, like we said, A, with yourself first, which in turn, then you're not outwardly expressing it to other people, right? So check in with those things because I know from my own personal experience, when either of these parts of my body act up, I have to kind of take a step back and go, where am, where am I holding back right now? Because I, I know there's still aspects in my life because I'm working on it that I still walk on eggshells on how to speak about certain things or deliver certain things, right? It's really in my personal life. I don't have, don't really have that problem when it comes to ironically doing this podcast. And even when I'm doing like, um, like our meditation meetings that Sam and I do, people in there are like, why do you say you have a closed throat chakra? 
Like literally people have like said that to me multiple times, like, because I do. So you don't have to throw, and I don't, I guess in people that I, around people that I don't really know that much. It's almost like I've, I've kind of gotten over the hurdle of how do people receive me? People that don't know me, I kind of don't really care in a sense, kind of like with the podcast, like there's a lot that I've said in these 16 episodes that I'm sure a lot of people haven't loved but I don't, and when I say I don't care, it's, I don't, I don't have this attachment again to how I'm being received because I know what I'm delivering has been filtered through my heart before I say it. I'm not worried about what I'm saying um, in the sense of, am I going to offend people? Is it kind? Is it compassionate? I know it is. It's like that, that internal knowing, right? But when Mm -hmm. it comes to personal life experiences with, with family, it's really family, right? That's where most of us have that communication problem is with family because we have a lot of emotional attachments to family. It's just what happens in this human experience. It's, I, I know I'm not like the only person, like every, literally every person I work with that comes for coaching. That's why I do coaching to provide that safe container so people can use their throat chakra and tell me everything that they can't tell their husband or they can't tell their wife or they can't say to their kids or they can't say to their parents, right? The people that we're supposed to be able to have such an open communication with, we've all stunted ourselves, and we do it to ourselves. I trust me, we do it to ourselves. Do other people maybe silence our throat sometimes? Yes. Yes. But at the end of the day, we're still allowing them to silence our throat. Mm-hmm. And I know this from my own personal experience. I am the one to blame for not speaking my truth or not sharing things or not expressing how I'm feeling in certain situations because it's uncomfortable and it's going to create it's going to create conflict, right? So I'm just not going to say anything, right? I'm I'm the person at fault if you want to, you know, if you want to take blame or we'll say personal responsibility. So you're not blaming external people and external situations It's recognizing like it's my responsibility to open my mouth and use my voice regardless of how it's going to be received. That's where you have to start becoming more and more trusting of yourself that you can filter it through your heart space first. So you are speaking from love and compassion. And maybe if you're not used to speaking from love and compassion for self, i.e. me, it feels very um, unnatural, uncomfortable. It feels like you are ruffling feathers, but it's like, but I'm not. I'm, I'm speaking how I feel. Like, I shouldn't be afraid to speak how I feel. I let everybody else share how they feel. Why should I be so afraid to do it, right? And those are, to me, for me, the layers that I'm continuously working through, and I have come so far, but I also know I've, you know, a way to go, a way to go. We all have ways to go because the thing with healing, you think you've cracked the code and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> oh, there's another layer. Oh, you're teaching me unconditional love. That's freaking uncomfortable. <laughs> Until the uncomfortable becomes your comfortable. Mm-hmm. But you have to witness what you're feeling and, and, and listen to those thoughts like, and see those thoughts. Let those thoughts be expressed because our thoughts is literally just, I don't know if anyone's... Um, read the book untethered it's a great read but um i mentioned this in my joy code workshop i read a paragraph from it but he was like what's it like living in there like think of like if you sit there and you're like what's it like living in my body like is it turmoil am i just angry all the time 
what are my thoughts? Are they good? Are they not? And it's just, it's just super interesting because our thoughts really like, they're just thoughts. They don't determine who we are, but they also prevent us from speaking or they empower us to speak. So that's why that filter of your heart is so important. And if you don't know what that means, it's just when you're triggered or you want to share something or you feel like your opinion is needed, just kind of pause with the power of pause, like I always say. Oh, yeah. And breathe into your heart. Like imagine your breath going into your nose, your mouth, however you breathe, down your throat, down your throat, into your heart, into the center of your chest and be like, <sighs> until you calm and be like, is what I need to share necessary? And if you, it's just like, yes, 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 because you're breathing into your heart, then share it. Mm-hmm. If it's like, eh, that's a no. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a no. It's a hard um, But your heart will, will it's, it's the source. It's correct. It is like because, our direct line to source. Yeah. Because the upper three chakras is our spiritual connection. Yes, yeah. they're in our body. But the lower three chakras is that primal um, human it's the it's the fear fear shockers I like to call them. Yep. But they do help us survive with life. <laughs> yeah. But the heart chakra is the one that bri- bridges the spiritual, etheric, akashic energy with the human. It that's what it does. And I love when you were mentioned about your family because I believe our family, whether they be friends or literally our family, like birth family or whatever, people that raise us. Um, they're our teachers, our greatest teachers, if we allow ourselves to recognize that they're our teachers. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because this this was kept popping up in my head. But um, my dad had mentioned that he listened to our first podcast and he was like, I am so proud of you. I am so happy. And it's not that I needed that. But damn, that felt so good. Like, oh, my God, my dad listened. And then I realized he didn't hadn't said anything for a while. And then like last month. I forget. He's like, oh, what are you doing today? I was like, oh, I'm recording my podcast. And he goes, oh, okay, we'll have fun. And I was like, have you listened any of them? And he goes, not since the one you talked about politics. Like, who are you to be talking about politics? You don't even like watching the news. Like, you're not someone that should be talking about politics. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I've ever talked about politics. And then I'm thinking, he's like, you you don't have any right to talk about COVID or the jab or politics. And I was like, and and in my head, I asked, is what I'm about to say true? Yes. <laughs> is what I'm about to say necessary? Maybe. Is what I'm about to say kind? Not to him, it's not. So <laughs> I literally was like, I don't need to speak my truth right now because he's, he's not going to hear me because he literally took whatever podcast he's referring to because he's like, I don't know which one it was. And he stopped listening. Rather than giving it a chance, rather than maybe sitting with it and be like, hmm, I wonder where she's going with this. I'm curious. He literally was like, nope, she has no right saying this. Verse, if he wasn't my dad, he would have kept listening. Like, that's what I heard from source. And that's what hurt me. But that's my been my whole life. So I was like, that's how I knew I don't need to say anything right now. I don't need to prove that I know anything about politics. Because when I hate talking about politics, but I was like, Maria, uh, do we talk about politics? And she's like, no. I started laughing. I'm like, yeah, uh, maybe us talk about <laughs> politics. Yeah, I go. Maybe we bash the system. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. But 
talk about politics from like a perspective of that we're talking about politics yeah no 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 we basically just shit on the whole idea of what politics are because it's bullshit <laughs> right because if you're if you're in if you're a politic i don't even know what you call a politician there you go it, you're not a good man or a bad man or good woman, bad woman. You still have the same agenda and that's governing people, controlling Correct. people. Correct. So like, what's your driving agenda? Like, that's all I can say about politics because I don't like that whole system. So, but it was just interesting because he heard something and he churned it into something and stopped. Yeah. And I was like, well, that hurt. Like, I'm acknowledging that that hurt my feelings, but also- nothing I can do about it. Right. And nor I can't, I'm not here to express like you should listen. Cause you know what? It's like Maria said, if you're the right person to hear this, you're the right person to hear it because you're ready to hear it. Yeah. And that's why it's, and then there's, that's just one incident. There's so many things that my parents teach me because there is a lot of wounded communication. Mm. And that's why I am the only person in my family that has begun this journey of healthy communication, setting boundaries. And it is vibrating out. It is trickling out. People are starting to express more. It might not be the most pleasant way, but they are. And that's, that's, that's beauty. Like that's, I'm watching them heal. Even if I, mm, they could say it better, right? It's not for me to decide how they express it. Right. They just need to start talking. And expressing, right. getting out, right? right? Right. And it's just like fascinating because you just need one person in a family, one person in a circle that's willing to go there, willing to be like, hey, I feel this way. Like, hey, or just be like, hey, you're talking shit about that person. Do you even know them? Like, do you even know their struggles? Have you even put yourself in their shoes? Well, no, but look at them. Or I heard this about them. It's like, okay, well, what if someone was doing that about you? Well, that's not true. Like, okay, but that's exactly what you're doing. That's all disempowering our throat chakra. Right. And our throat chakra is about willpower. Oh my God, this is so funny. So <laughs> do you want to hear a little story? <laughs> okay. <laughs> she gave me the eye. That's a yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the throat chakra is also about nonverbal communication. <laughs> um, it's body mannerisms, tone, all that. So... I was doing this like angel workshop with Joan Ruggiero from Circles and we were connecting with the archangels this was probably like four years ago. And she's like, okay, we're going to connect with this angel, this angel, this angel, and just notice how they come to you. I'm like, cool. And I remember Archangel Michael coming in strong with, and it was funny because he's, he comes in, he's a blue light, right? And our blue, our chakra is blue, our third chakra. He comes in and he like stands behind me in my mind's eye and he puts in my right hand um a sword and in my left hand like i forget now maybe like a a crystal ball or something but he said i'm giving you your power and your will and i remember putting like a blue ball in my throat now it's just coming into my awareness exactly what that was doing (laughs) so oh my god i as you're telling me this i remember this really like i remember you telling me this yeah yeah he was like, I give, I'm giving you your power and your will. And our throat chakra is literally about willpower. It's yes. like, keep pushing through all of the obstacles, keep pushing through everyone that's trying to silence you because they are not ready to hear you, mm-hmm. but keep pushing through because the right people will hear you. The right people will come. 
but it doesn't matter who picks it up or not. When you're sharing your voice, when you're sharing truth and love and compassion and joy, and you're, you're sharing that, Hey guys, it's okay to not be okay. Like that's a vibration and a frequency within itself. That is the energy of just being that is healing the world Mm -hmm. rather than the fear to not be right. Yep. Amen. Sister. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And, um, yeah, a couple things before I forget the, the story about you and your dad, I love it because it's a beautiful, um, example. I guess of he was listening from a wounded place. That's why he thought we're talking about politics, right? Because just like what you were saying at the beginning of the episode, it's being filtered through his his very, and I don't mean this in a like demeaning way, but it's being filtered through his very small lens of how he's viewing the world and 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 life, right? It's being viewed and taken in and received and perceived through that wounded lens that most of us are still operating off of, right? So there was example number one of information that we were sharing, who even knows what episode it was, I'm sure it was me probably bashing the the system in some way, but he heard politics because probably something I said or you said triggered a... one of his beliefs, right? It, it triggered him. So he immediately shut down and didn't actually hear or receive the message that we're delivering, right? So then now you talk to him about it and you check in with yourself before responding or reacting to him because you could have very easily gone into your wounded aspect of self and reacted like in a in that same kind of energy, but you realize like, no, like he's not, he's literally not going to hear me. Like, so what is mm-hmm. the point? I have nothing to prove. That, that realization, that epiphany of realizing we have nothing to prove, I cannot tell you how empowering and freeing that is inside of the body because I have experienced that many times. I am somebody that can um, over-explain because I think that's part of, being suppressing myself for so long that then now I go to the extreme to like over explain myself to people and it's exhausting because it's like <laughs> then the more it's like almost like the more I talk like the more I'm making them confused <laughs> and yes. then the more I myself am getting confused because it's like what I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore like I've now tried to over explain myself and now I'm exhausted. And now like somehow this conversation went completely off the rails. Right. And so that's where I'm learning. Like you have got nothing to prove. If they didn't hear you the first time, they're not going to hear you the next 15 times. So step, step out, go back to your intention. Why are you speaking right now? Why are you sharing this? Mm. Oh, you're trying to prove something. Mm. You're bypassing your heart. You're you're going to get very exhausted and it's going to cause this friction, right? So it's like maybe now is when that silent you, that silent child, you call her in for a little bit and say, okay, you know what? I said my piece. I planted my seed. And this is what I was going to go into next. So it's a good segue into it because I feel like as the world is waking up, right? Because we are, the world is waking up. There's remembering. Yes. There's so many people with similar podcasts, right? There's so many people out there spreading truth, right? 
And so I do see this massive evolution in our ability to use our throat chakra. But as we all are experiencing, wow, as I'm saying this, we're getting like one of those dirt devil twisters in my backyard right now. Um, yeah, ooh, baby. <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, we hear you. We hear you. <laughs> Which looks like the inside of the throat and the larynx, the spirals. Exactly. I'm like, wow, as I'm saying this, one just whipped through our backyard. Um, yeah, so validation. But um, yeah, as the world is waking up, as more of us are sharing truths and spreading awareness, right? You hear many of us probably say planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds. For me, what I know planting seeds to feel like is literally dropping a truth bomb, dropping a seed of awareness, dropping this like to get people like those mind provoking things that we talk about, right? It's to get people to start thinking outside of their very small belief system, to start questioning why you believe what you believe. Why do you think we were taught these things, right? So it's, there's the planting of the seed. But when you plant a seed, you have no attachment or expectation. You know it takes time, linear time, for that seed to sprout. And then it needs time and in, in a safe environment, a safe, loving environment to grow, right? So planting seeds doesn't mean you shake people into an awareness and tomorrow they're just going to be wide awake and everything's great, right? That's not how this evolution or or rise in consciousness happens. It's not how it happens for me. Like every day I wake up and I seem to have new epiphanies and awarenesses. So how could I expect anybody else to be navigating this any differently, right? So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna plant my seeds. That's using my voice in what I feel is an empowering way. I'm gonna plant my seeds of awareness that I didn't have five years ago that would have been nice to know. So hey, might as well throw it out there. And what people do with it, how they pick it up, how they now go plant it is on them. I have no attachment, which is why I feel like I have a very open throat chakra when it comes to the podcast, when it comes to talking almost in public settings with people that I don't know. I have no attachment with what they do with my information. Where I still walk on eggshells with myself is, again, with family, delivering certain things with family. And I can relate this to just waking up to the darkness of the earth plane, right? And knowing that it is going to instill fear in my family. If I, if I shared everything that I know with my entire family, I would either be locked up in a straight jacket. <laughs> um, yeah. Or probably like just never listened to or spoken to again by some family members, right? So it's like there's that part of me that is that I've gone through stages of fear about sharing what I do know about the darkness because it's like there's the compassionate part of me that's like I don't want to like send people into a spiral of fear. Like I I find that there is a very, very fine line between awareness and fear. I really there's Same. such a fine line there. Like I, mm -hmm. I deal with it every day. Sometimes I'm swallowed by fear because of my awareness on this earth plane. I, I'll be honest, some days I, the, the fear like swallows me whole, right? But I also know it's temporary and I'm going to work through it because this is the path I've chosen. Not everybody else has chosen that. So who am I to dump all of this stuff on them and then send them on their merry way? Like, yeah, woke you up. Now have fun with all that shit, right? <laughs> Mm -hmm. So there's that yeah. balance of compassion for 
how people are going to receive it, but also don't be afraid, Maria, to share very pertinent awareness that you, you have this awareness for a reason. Plant your seeds, spread your love, spread your awareness, but have no attachment to who receives it, how they receive it, what they do with it. But yes, yeah, still hold the compassion that people can only handle so much. That's really where I think the compassion comes from. Correct. And we're in, we're definitely in a pivotal time of like consciousness being elevated and broken open in more layers. So like, it is one of those things where like, when you are so aware, sometimes you want to just like shut off your awareness and like, just be like numb. But it's also like, like you said, there's a reason why I am one of the ones who is remembering the truth and the light and the love so quickly. And it's for me to actually be in that energy to wake up others just, but not, I don't have to like tell you all the time why what's happening. Right. It's just, it's your energy of being. Right. And that's why like also silence speaks words like silence is potent. Cause that's also like, I don't need to share with you. I don't need to meet you at a wounded fear based when I'm already like aware of certain things. Correct. Like, and when you said earlier, a silent child, I heard, yeah, once you're aware that there's communicator and silent child, you can befriend both, both of them. Of, um... Yeah. And it was like, I, I had this other flashback of right after that conversation with my dad, a couple of weeks later, I'm sitting at dinner. My dad's like, you want to have dinner? And I was in this great mood. And then I wasn't um, sitting there and he was like, so I'm going to say something I know I shouldn't. I was like, then don't. And he was like, well, it's not going to offend anyone here. Well, that was a lie because what he said definitely offended me. And I, I, you guys, I went black, like, and I called Maria. I drove around for like three hours, like talking to her and just crying and breathing because my silent child came in with anger, with rage Mm -hmm. and was like, I can't believe you just said that when you knew you knew it was wrong to say it. Here I am working on my throat chakra, respecting people where they're at, filtering through compassion. And you know you shouldn't say something and you still say it. It was like, oh, my effing God. Like, talk about the greatest teachers right now. And my mom's like, you shouldn't have said that. And he's like, what did I do? What, what's wrong? And I got up and I threw my plate in the sink, I think. I don't even remember. But I was like, I I thought I swore at my dad, but my mom confirmed later that I didn't. So I literally, my silent child came in like, hey, we're best friends. We're best friends. Abort, abort, abort. Abort Because I literally heard, (laughs) yeah, I literally heard exit, exit. Because I was about about to say some really effed up things. And that wouldn't have been kind. Definitely would have egoically felt necessary. Um, but I got up and I was like, next thing I know, I literally had my keys. I'm in my car and I'm calling Maria and I'm just driving. I was like, oh my God. Cause I needed to get that anger out somehow. But I knew in the way that it, that it was like my silent child was like, it's okay. Remember, let's go communicate to self and outward. Like, oh, but the funny thing, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that my mom had told me later that my dad goes, did she used to get mad and storm away like that and throw her shit as a child? And my mom goes, yes. 
And she goes, and that's how I knew that he never really observed you or witnessed when you were angry. Hence why he still triggers you. Like, you trigger him and he triggers you. Like, hence why. Because he doesn't know to read your energy. He still has no idea. And I was like, wow. Wow. And she's like, but I saw you. Your face turned beet red. And you just laughed. And that's what you used to do as a kid when you didn't feel like anyone was hearing you. It was like I was shown you as a child screaming, shaking, and you just you just felt defeated and you just ran away. And I was like, wow, that's super interesting because it brought back my childhood and my little child befriended me in that moment and like held me all of my anger and was like, we got this, just exit. It's okay. <laughs> like we don't need to defend ourselves or the people that he just talked shit about. Yeah. We don't need to leave. And then Maria was like, you're taking in people's pain that don't even know what was said. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. But it was like this huge new layer of awakening to me of using the throat chakra and silencing the throat chakra, but communic- still communicating, still giving myself a voice, right? And that's healthy. Yes. And that's so important that you said that. Because I talk about this a lot with all my clients who are all working on balancing their throat chakra as well. Coming from one end of the spectrum or the other, we find that then we can very easily go to the other end. So it's like we're all working on that balancing of it. But I do believe I've also heard my heart. And that's why I check in with my heart when I'm like, am I supposed to speak right now? Shall I be speaking right now? And it's like, you know, I get that when I hear wisdom oftentimes wisdom is silence. It's like what you were saying. Silence can oftentimes speak volumes because energy speaks for itself, right? Like it is great that we have all of these platforms that we can start spreading awareness and, and sharing information. It, there's, it's, it's the duality of it, to be honest. It's great, but it's also equally as, um, as uh, not great because it gives more um, avenues for us to also spread disinformation, right? We live in a time where communication has never been more easily at our fingertips. So again, what's the intention behind the message? That's what you always should be discerning because there's so much information out there and there's so much disinformation out there. So it's being able to filter everything you're taking in, discern what what's your truth? What do you want to own as your truth? How do you want to empower yourself? How do you want to empower other people? But there is a very... Um, there are times where I feel like silencing ourself is what is best for self and the other person. Because again, you would have gone, I call it like going tit for tat with people. It's like if somebody's already in an escalated space and they're triggering you and you're going to meet them at that same escalated space, that's not communication. That's literally just Mm -hmm. playing in that same energy and nothing gets accomplished. Nobody has a deeper inner or understanding for the other person. And you've just amplified whatever trauma was coming to the surface. So if you can be really strong in those situations and realize now is not the time to speak, but I also know I have things I want to say that at another time, I'm going to allow myself to be uncomfortable and share it. But now is not the time and space because it's not going to be heard or received. It's not. It's literally only going to amplify the conflict that's happening. So I think that's a big part of learning to um, 
balance Sorry. that throat chakra and not silence ourselves to the point where now we've become a victim and now we're suppressing everything again. We're silencing ourselves in the moment because the moment has already exploded, right? So there's no, there's actually no line of open communication on either end at that point. So then it's mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm gonna exit stage left. I'm gonna get in the car. I'm gonna call my bestie. I'm mm -hmm. gonna scream at the top of my lungs. I'm gonna allow myself to get this energy out. And then when I feel in my heart that the time and space is right to have a conversation with this person about how I feel about what was said or whatever happened, then I will do that because that's honoring my truth and being authentic to myself, right? That's, that's mm -hmm. being able to suppress that in the moment, but don't suppress it to the point where now you've just shoved it down and you're lying to yourself that you're over it, right? Oh, I'm, I'm not bothered by it, right? Because I've, I've played that with myself the last couple of years as I'm balancing it. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm being wise right now by not speaking. And it's my higher self's like, no, speak. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready to, no, I'm not ready to, no, I, I don't want to start World War III. No, no, I won't. But I'll, also like suppressing <laughs> it too, like <laughs> suppressing it too is like honoring what do I need to share and how many times have I shared the same thing with that person that they're literally not hearing me? Correct. So it's like, that's why I knew like, no matter what I said in that moment and in future conversations, spirit was like, you just need to put up more boundaries. Yep. That's it. Like, yep. and, and that's what I've done. I've, the, the communication has lessened on my end because I'm like, I, I, I am, it's just not healthy for me to be in this energy right now. And it doesn't mean that I don't love or have compassion. It's just like, no, like I, I'm tired. It's exhausting trying to have you see anything outside of yourself through your little lens. Like in me try and like still hold space for you. Like it's just exhausting. I'm just going to like know when I can share or not to share. So the suppressing too is also knowing like, okay, maybe you don't need to have that deep conversation with that person because you've already had it numerous times. Mm -hmm. So what you need to have is with yourself and also with other people that you trust. That's why I was like, I need to call Maria. I need to walk. I need to drive because I needed to unsuppress all of the rage in me because yep. I needed to get it out to someone that would hear me. And I know that that silence, because it took him about four days later, realizing I wasn't talking to him because I just, I couldn't, I literally energetically couldn't, I couldn't, mm -hmm. I just couldn't. I was respecting me so I wouldn't hurt him. Um, I don't want to match the wounding. Like that's what my whole life's been. I'm not doing that. And he was like, sorry for what I said. I shouldn't have said it. And right then it's like, see, you, you know, you shouldn't say things and you still do it. Like that's, that's the filter. And it's hard because you know, the person is a compassionate being, but they're not seeing what well, they're not even, they're not even seeing it for themselves. So it's a matter of you unsuppressing what your your inner self has been wanting to say forever to yourself. Like talk to yourself and be like, hey, like we're friends. Let's communicate with each other and communicate with safe people so we can be seen and heard by people that can actually witness us versus they'll never witness us until they're ready to. So why why beat that dead horse? I hate that saying, but that's what I felt like saying. It's true. <laughs> it's like it it. It's that whole phrase of like, you know, I've heard it my whole life. Oh, you're just on different wavelengths. No, that's like a legit thing, like different frequencies. And there's a thing mm -hmm. called cognitive dissonance. It's legit. And it basically is that 
all of us can literally only filter in here based on whatever vibration we're on. That's all we can hear. We, we cannot like whatever we've tapped into in self. That's why we are such proponents on knowing self going inward, like really like knowing every aspect of self, right? Because that is how you foster those same connections outside of you with other people. You can't, if you haven't done it with self, if you don't know who you are, you never know who you're who you're mingling with outside of you because they're all used in some level, but you don't even know you. So it's, you have to really be able to, um, trust yourself and trust that, that inner voice, because that's also throat chakra. There's that voice, like trust that inner voice to guide you on when you, when it feels good to speak, right? When it feels like this, this empowers me because you, you, you nailed it. You said it's exhausting. You, it's tiring, right? If you're one of those people that's in a state right now, and I feel like there's a lot of people that will listen to this that are in different stages of waking up, remembering whatever you want to call it, that we all go through. If you feel like you are shouting at the rooftops to people in your life and they're not hearing you, it's because you're you're trying to prove something to them, right? Go back to yourself. Just let yourself sit with whatever truth it is because on some level, there's part of our mind that we even can't believe what we're waking up to. I know this from, so then like I'm trying to share it with other people that don't want to hear or don't, and it's like because there's a part of me that's still trying to rationalize and make sense of it. So now you're trying to get other people kind of like pull them in, right? Again, question the intention. If you're exhausted speaking your truth, I'm going to be honest, you're probably not speaking your truth. <laughs> it's pretty much what just came through. If yep. you're exhausted speaking your truth, bang. you're actually not speaking your truth. So with that said, um, this was our throat Love chakra. you. <laughs> This was our throat chakra episode. And uh, yeah, let, let yourself speak. But Sam nailed it. Talk to yourself. This is... I actually record myself sometimes when I'm in a state and like Sam might be in sessions or I, I literally cannot talk to another human. I know I have to process it myself. I will record myself when I'm in an emotional state and I'll listen to it later because now I'm actually the observer. I'm not the, the human all tangled up in the emotion of it anymore. I can actually like listen to me from a more rational not being drowned by the emotion and like hear me it's like oh i want other people to hear me because i haven't listened to me i haven't listened to me my whole life and that's why i'm striving for other people to understand and hear me and it's like it it it's not about them it's literally not about any of them it's because i haven't listened to me my whole life Mm -hmm. beautifully said So. so guys Take whatever you want, hear whatever you want from this, maybe listen to it a few times and just know that it's, we're all going through something and we love you. Yes. (laughs) And love your voice because our voices really can be medicine. They really can. Yes. So share them. Thank you for listening to ours. Love ya. Bye. See you on the other other side. We appreciate you so much for listening to today's episode of Shamanic Soul Sistars. We hope you continue to tune in weekly. We trust that you received what was most needed for your highest and best with today's episode. Remember, you are limitless. 
and to pause each day to take a couple of moments for you. You are worthy and wonderful just the way you are. Thank you again and see you on the other side.